everybody. Welcome to Right On Radio. This is the Wednesday edition, so of course we are going to be listening to the military analyst, and boy do we have a good one for you today. In fact, we have more than one for you today. We have two for those of you who are joining us live. We will be doing a second show right after the first show, and the second show is going to be on Russell J. Gould, the U.S. Postmaster. Uh, there's a lot of controversy around him, and it's going to be incredibly interesting to find out what the military analyst thinks of the entire situation. But without further ado, he is risking his life to bring you this information. He has spent decades using his knowledge in military and being an analyst to dig up some of the most interesting truths out there and this is of course without a doubt information that you will not get anywhere else and he is giving you lifetimes information in very short amount of time so buckle up everybody it's time for the military analyst and without further ado chris wilson welcome back to right on radio hi jeff uh it's always a pleasure and thank you for uh inviting me i'm just getting uh organized a little bit uh, to get the uh, essay ready because I, I do like a dozen at a time. And so uh, I have another, a new lap, a newer laptop, a 2017 MacBook Pro, and I'm using it right now, my uh, 2014 um, MacBook Air, which isn't as good. So anyway, I'm closing out files so I can actually uh, pull this up because otherwise the mouse goes into a spiral. All right. Um, let me close this here. I want to get the. Uh... And by the way, everyone, if you could get the uh, get the shares out there, thank you so much for that share, Jan. Uh, look, this was the last minute, as they usually are. I'm running a pretty frantic schedule, uh, so I posted on Telegram. But if you could share this show uh, on your social media, uh, this one is going to be very interesting because there's a you know there was a, a Hollywood movie made on this topic and stuff like that, and of course they're always telling you what they're doing. Uh, but now we're going to find out the real story behind the real Elysium and what is actually circling the Earth as we go. So uh, this is going to be very interesting. Get those shares out. You don't want your friends to miss this one in particular. And then the doubleheader, as I said. So, Chris, are you ready to go? Almost. Just uh, give me a minute or two. I'm, uh... Okay, well, well listen, I, I, I can obviously give you a minute. In fact... Uh, this is a really good time. Uh, thank you for sharing the show there, Big Chief Thunderlung, good friend of the show. By the way, Big Chief Thunderlung has his own show as well, and uh, you look for him on Podbean. He's doing lives all the time, and actually Chris uh, goes on his show as well. So uh, shout out to you, uh, Big Chief Thunderlung. And by the way, uh, just a good time to mention it. Uh, we've been I talk about my Liberty Stand quite a bit. Uh, but one thing that we're doing now, uh, because if, you, if you're paying attention, and most of our audience is, there is a merger between governments and corporations. And if you look at shows like 1984 and the Orwellian world, it's the corporations that are taking over. But I'll tell you one thing that we have at mylibertystand.com is we are unleashing and letting people who know, know who sign up with us, who just come in, you're greeted by another right on radio listener, even myself uh, sometimes, and we have a conversation. And one thing that we are telling you in that conversation is the dirty secret that these corporations have been hiding from you. We make it known. Uh, we let people know their dirty secret and we show you how to combat it, and uh, and it's ruthless, people. They're dirty little secret. They're and they're using you against yourself, and that's all I'm going to say. Go to mylibertystand.com and uh, let one of our uh, fellow Right on Radio uh, listeners tell you that dirty little corporate secret. Actually, it's not a little secret; it's a big secret. Uh, but we've taken the mask off it. All right, Chris, are you ready to go? Yeah, I'm, I've got the file. I'm just enlarging the print so I can read it better. <laughs> I do the same thing. Hey, thank you for the likes, sir. 
as well. And uh, yeah, thank you, Jan, Big Chief. Uh, keep the likes coming, people. And, and as Chris instructed us, that now I don't have the countdown thing on because I have the hosting uh, screen, I guess. Uh, oh, Big Chief wants to call in. Of course. We'll let Big Chief on for a moment as Chris is preparing. Come on in, Big Chief. Right on, right on, right on. And, uh, yeah, Chris was telling us if you there's a countdown or something on the heart thing. And, by the way, the like, likes are free. Uh, but if you rapidly hit it after the countdown goes down, go like, dip, 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 uh, you'll get tons of likes out there. And it, it's really cool. And it actually really helps the show as well. Oh, that was an accidental. Well, Big Chief doesn't want to talk to us. Huh. <laughs> That's all right, Big Chief. The invitation's always open for you, my friend. Okay. Um, come on, 24. Some reason it's not in... in uh, that's why I'm switching laptops, because uh, it's not enlarging the print. Um, but um, it should be. Hold on. Okay. All right. So all right, well, I've got... I got some of it. Okay. Uh, it is enlarged and I'll enlarge the rest when I get to that point. Okay. Um, there's a two-minute video included uh, for the audience that uh, can watch this actual video that was taken. And uh, uh, they'll get to see the real one that uh, the is the um, precursor to the uh, movie that was developed by Matt Damon and... Uh, Jody Foster, and uh, this is what it's based upon. Okay, all right. Uh, <clears throat> this is the real Elysium spacecraft orbiting Earth. I've calculated somewhere between fifteen to twenty thousand miles uh, outside of our atmosphere. Um, this is uh, from the black budget projects that have been funded. This and many other advanced technologies since nineteen forty-two. And it uh, so they'll be able to see the actual video. They copy that when they go into uh, uh, write on you uh, for the uh, actual essays. Uh, basically, dual technologies have existed distinctly since 1942, and that even goes back to 1930 with Nikola Tesla. The overt being explosive technologies, petroleum. <clears throat> world economies are floated by three factors: oil, weapons, and narcotics. Gasoline must be constantly replenished every 300 miles. It must be combusted for power, and its exhaust pollutes the atmosphere with carbon dioxide. It is a very inefficient energy source, but makes the Rockefeller uh, dynasty incredibly rich and dominates the world markets. The covert being implosive or renewable energy, what our world was intended to be discovered by our creator. In 1945, it was a race against time. The Allies were converging from the West and the Soviets were approaching from the East. Both wanted to capture the German advanced technology, plus their scientists, engineers, physicists, uh, physicians, technicians, and intelligence officers. In 1945 to 1955, uh, the government initiated, initially smuggled in 2,000 Germans into the United States under what was known as Operation Paperclip. I have many essays on that. Additionally, we have captured um, 35 discraft that were used electromagnetic renewable energy propulsion, not traditional gas, diesel, or expendable fuels. These were transported back to White Sands Missile Range, known as WSMR, Los Alamos, and Sandia National Labs in New Mexico, and later included Holloman, Kirkland, Cannon Air Force Base in New Mexico. In the early 1950s, they were seen over Texas and New Mexico. They also went to um, um, uh, the Air Force Base in uh, uh, Ohio. Anyway, military pilots were still gaining experience in navigating these novel crafts and thus were unstable in flight, as witnessed. However, the global oligarchs have ensured mankind would never receive this knowledge and we've been enslaved to a debt-based monetary system predicated on the petrodollar. Debt must be created for this system to work. When debt stalemates, uh, it implodes and society's over. The photo above is a military interdimensional battle or space station orbiting Earth 
15 to 20,000 miles outside of orbit. It was photographed by an amateur videographer who attached a video camera to a weather balloon and sent it outside the exosphere, the last, which is our last atmospheric tier. And the enclosed two-minute video above displays both the positive and negative image with zoom-in photographs. Uh, the craft is gigantic with a triangular interior, just like in the movie. Top Secret America, the hidden truth about our nation and society. The economy isn't going to recover. It was never intended to. Our world has been manipulated by shadow elements. The global banking cartel families controlled world economies via supply and demand. Money is released and the economy prospers with loans for residential, commercial, and industrial projects. Money is withdrawn and they restrict the loan terms further to make it near impossible to qualify for and receive funds. This happens every seven years. The world economy's uh, cycle, seven-year cycle, is crisis, recession, depression, crash, rebuild. This goes back, I've traced it to Babylonia 20,000 years ago. It is not new. It has continued over the millenniums and centuries. This evil financial cycle has subversely, subversively exited for 3,000 years, at least 1,000 years before Christ, and originated in ancient Palestine. They always owned nations by loaning money, which enslaved each other, uh, each beyond comprehension, with no chance of rebuilding its infrastructure and treasury. And then I have pictures of the original G.H. Uh, Bush uh, when he was about 11 years old in a Kriegsmarine, which is the German um, uh, World War II um, seafare or uh, warfare um, outfit. So it's a Marine one. Not, not Marine specific, but Marine meaning for the oceans. So it was their sea, their sea uh, fleet. It also has a picture with his mother, his father, Otto Skorzeny, who was Hitler's right-hand man uh, for as assassin and bodyguard. Then it has, in the background, it has um, Josef Mengele. Josef Mengele was Hitler's white angel of death who perfected three different types of technologies. One was uh, genetic cloning. He pursued this further in Brazil and I have a photograph of it, but not in this, another article, whereby uh, he was able to uh, create genetic twins by inseminating uh, women in Brazil in a small town. And in doing so, his rate, instead of one in 90 for identical twins or just twins in general, was one in five. And it shows the pictures of these children from basically age two or three all the way to age 40-something. Anyway... Uh, so these are photos that came out of their lodge in Bavaria. I did trace uh, uh, the Bush family's uh, lineage. Uh, they, when they came from Germany in 1938, uh, this, they were helped by both, the, both Great Britain and the United States. It was never about um, democracy, freedom, and uh, pursuing the, the truths of life and uh, actually saving the world. It was all predicated on power, which is control, greed, which is wealth, and conquest, which is land and territory, ownership, acquisition. However, the deep state, Illuminati, it has numerous names. Uh, they had one mission, and that was essentially Zionism. Zionism is, at that time and going back 20,000 years, it's transitioning to a one-world order, a um, one-world government uh transitioning to a one world currency, which will be crypto, and also uh, to depopulate the planet from what is today 7.3 billion or 4 billion to um, 500,000. And it shows all the pictures. It also has uh, Martin Bormann, who was Hitler's secretariat. This photograph was taken, I would say, because of Bush's age never matched up because all dates are falsified where they said his birth was 1924, I would say this is like 1918, 1919. And as far as his actual, when he was actually born, this photograph was uh, taken in Bavaria in their cabin uh, in Southern Germany uh, with all the um, people that I've mentioned and that uh, 
I would say it's probably about realistically uh, 1926, 1928. And so then it goes on. And then I have a picture of him when he arrived in the United States um, in about 1938 with his mother and father. And the Bush family's name isn't Bush. The grandmother, mother, and son pictured Prescott Sheldon Bush, the father, uh, George H. Bush, came from Nazi Germany in, uh, in 1938. Their surname was Scherf, and that's S in Sierra, C is in Charlie, H is in Hotel, E is in Echo, R is in Romeo, F is in Foxtrot, F is in Foxtrot. The only aspect that was original was their first names. George Scherf Sr., or Prescott Bush, and uh, George... Uh, Sheriff Jr. That's actually Georg, because um, Germany and uh, it's pronounced as Georg in German, but as we, we pronounce it as just George. Uh, Germany didn't lose the war; they just moved to the United into the United States. Uh, G. H. Bush was age eleven, maybe twelve, in the family photo in Bavaria, Germany. He was born in 1918 or 1919. We can never get an exact date because all records are falsified. In the family photograph are the key three officers, Dr. Joseph Mengley, which I mentioned, the White Angel of Death, Colonel Otto Skrzeny, and Major General Reinhard Galen, who is in the front. And it was Reinhard Galen and Otto Skorzeny when Skorzeny was on his deathbed uh, in Florida uh, that he admitted he uh, had, uh, uh, the both of them had stolen uh, Nikola Tesla's work, they convinced him to uh, divulge answers that they wanted, and then they suffocated him with his own pillow. So that was done. He was 86 at the time. The fourth photo uh, that I have is the Bush family in the early 1940s, the son, uh, G.H., mother, and the father, Prescott. Uh, Major General Galen founded the Office of Strategic Services, OSS, in 1943, which became the Central Intelligence Agency, the CIA, in September of 1947, with Alan Dulles, the director of the CIA, and his brother, John Foster Dulles, who was director of the State Department. The Third Reich set up operations in our government with counterintelligence, uh, counter-slash-intelligence as a CIA and the NSA. Now, the NSA wasn't developed until the 1950s, it was like 1958. How, uh, but it was never released until the year 2000 that it actually existed. And that was only uh, due to a lawsuit that was uh, at Area 51. Anyway, by the employees who were being uh, exposed to uh, hazardous chemicals and toxins, even radiation. Anyway, the Federal Bureau, of, uh, the agencies that I'm relating to expanded into the pseudo-intelligence agencies from the CIA and the NSA. The Federal Bureau of Investigation, uh, which is the, uh, you have the National Research, National Security Branch, the NSP, uh, the State Department uh, Bureau of Investigations and Research, the INR, the Defense Intelligence Agency, the DIA, uh, the National Security Council, uh, the NSC, uh, the Defense Intelligence Services, the DIS, the Army is known as INSCOM, I-N-S-C-O-M, the Navy is known as ONI, Office of Naval Intelligence, the Air Force is ISR, uh, the Coast Guard is CGI, Coast Guard Intelligence, the Marine Corps uh, Intelligence Agency is known as just IA, the Office of Director of National Intelligence, the ODNI, and then you have the Atomic Energy Commission, the AEC, the Drug Enforcement Agency, the DEA, the National Intelligence Mapping Agency, the Geospatial um, Agency uh, known as the uh, NIMA, and then you have one of the worst, the top three, the National Reconnaissance Office. Actually, it's the top four. The top four are the CIA, the NSA, which is exempt from every single law that Congress passes. That's intentional. It can never be incorporated. If they had... Uh, been smarter, they would have actually made the CIA exempt from it as well. The Fourth Reich moved to Argent. So I covered all the uh, the ones as far as uh, the, and then the last one is the Department of Homeland Security, the DHS. The Fourth Reich moved to Argentina, Bolivia, Chile, Peru, Paraguay, Uruguay, and Brazil in 1945. Germany moved their advanced technology projects to the northeast quadrant of Antarctica. And that is beneath the ice sheet where freshwater thermal geysers, just like Iceland, discovered from expeditions during 1938 to 1939, 
where this sector of land, unlike the rest of the continent, is not frozen year round. And the water temperature is a constant 40 degrees. Germany claimed uh, initially 350,000 uh, kilometers as New Swabiland, and they spell it in German N-E-U, and then Swabenland is S-W-A-A-B-E-N-L-A-N-D. That translates into New Homeland. The Germans built a base under the ice pact named New Berlin, or Base 211. That was done between 1939 to 1945. In 1947, they set up Discraft manufacturing plants in uh, the Brazilian tropical rainforest and in the Argentine mountains regions uh, away from modernized civilizations. They also used an extinct volcano in Brazil, and that was one of their bases. Below is a modified version of the World War II German Hanabu uh, II discraft as seen over Korea in 1951. And that is not, these are all actual photos. Below is the, um, the World War II German RFC uh, craft, uh, the Sierra was 1943. Basically, Germany audience developed 10 functional electromagnetic disc crafts between starting in their first one in 1934 that was functional and all the way to 1945. Below is uh, the next picture is the German Hanabu. Hanabu is H-A-U-N-E-B-U. That is an abbreviation of a town or a city in northern Germany on the coast. It's called Hanaburg. So they took off the RG and just abbreviated as Hanabu, and they used Roman numerals uh, 1 and 2, and this is the one shown as a model 2. And that uh, date is uh, 1944, and they are gigantic. Below is a modified Hanabu craft over a consolidated corpse. That's a what is known as the, uh, that's who built it, an American bomber which was known as the USAF B-32 Dominator. That picture is 1947 to 1948. So these craft, Germany never stopped building these electromagnetic crafts. They never lost the war. They sacrificed the mainland of Germany and built in what um, uh, the admiral for the, uh, uh, the Germans at that time stated that there was a Shangri-La that no one could penetrate and it's at the far corners of the earth. Uh, there exist 30 global banks, four in the United States. U.S., you have the Bank of America, J.P. Morgan, Wells Fargo, and Citigroup. Now, uh, Bank of America did absorb in the last, oh, less than 10 years, uh, absorbed uh, uh, the, fi uh, the <clears throat> excuse me, of J.P. Morgan. It's J.P. Morgan Chase. So what they did is um, they um, separated between their investments and their actual bank. So Bank of America, so now there's actually just three global banks. These are the same uh, that are deemed too big, quote, to fail, yet they all collapse multiple times over every seven years. That is the financial cycle. And within that, you have five parts, which are a crisis, recession, depression, crash, rebuild. And I trace this back to Babylonia 20,000 years ago. Um, Israel is the originator, catalyst, and executor of the new world order for said devastation. They're controlling the cards in this sinister game. The Bank of International Settlements, known as the BIS in Basel, Switzerland, um, cleanses or erases all their debts as 90%, 97% of money is electronic. Only 3% is strictly bills and coins. Thus, after every seven-year collapse, they purge the massive debts electronically and reload the account uh, with reserve funds again. And that was uh, uh, basically uh, that portion. Then basically, this is how the real world works. Life is polarized from what we've been taught for centuries and even further millenniums. The world is floated by the factors mentioned. And I, I have uh, 10 files that were included with this. Um, World War II changed life as we know it forever. Two files uh, included are by Otto Skorzeny, the SS colonel for Hitler as uh, and his bodyguard and assassin. And before he passed, I'm just going into a little bit more detail. At age 90 in 1998, uh, stated that he and SS Major General Reinhard Galen tricked Nikola, Nikola Tesla, uh, the unacknowledged genius of the 20th century, 
and that's my statement, into revealing his advanced scientific discoveries, stole his journals, killed him, uh, January of 1943, he, they suffocated him, and then brought the journals and information back to Germany. Wars are big business and very profitable. Wars throughout civilization were never about winning, rather extending wars for as long as possible to reap untold wealth for the elitists. Scorzani told the truth about Prescott and his son, George H. Bush, um, who were operatives of the Third Reich, uh, senior field agent and son being mentored for revenge in Bush cleansing out. And that was uh, my realtor friend calling me. Um, where was I? Okay, uh, senior field agent and son being mentored for revenge. Um, Scorzani is uh, sharing this information for revenge uh, by uh, Bush cheating him out of large sums of money. Uh, there's photos of both the father and the son in the Bavarian Lodge, which I showed, and at an airport leaving Germany, which I showed and mentioned. Um, and at that time, um, their real name, as I mentioned, was uh, Sheriff, S-C-H-E-R-F-F. -F. And for the past 70 years since World War II, we've been living amidst the Fourth Reich, now a militarized police state with no constitution, no Bill of Rights effective since 1991. And that has to do with the Patriot Act legislation. Now, here's something the public doesn't know. George H. Bush became Tessa's lab assistant in 1940, uh, early 40s. Tessa's, um, he had been planted there to spy and recover whatever scientific information he could to retrieve from Germany. Tessa noticed that he was always snooping around and nicknamed Curious George, which was later used in the same title series for the famous children's books we know about, A Monkey and a Boy. Alan Dulles, the CIA director, and his brother, John Foster Dulles, State Department, were both Third Reich, quote, black son, quote, operatives, brought the Bushes into the country and later 2,000 German Nazis the National Socialist Party officers between 1945 to 1955 under Operation Paperclip. However, that was just in the in the beginning, the 2000. I've misstated it. They brought in over 50,000, potentially 100,000, uh, in that latter 10 years, uh, plus the 100,000, which I've mentioned, I believe, uh, were brought into Argentina and throughout uh, South America by Eva or Avita Braun, who was the wife of um, um, Juan Perón, who had been buying massive aerial and mechanized weapons from Hitler during the war. Um, so onward. Basically, um, uh, there are 10 files on the Bush family that I included. The Washington Post conducted a two-year investigation when, which unearthed an alternative uh, geography and state of affairs within the United States. The results, results confirm said conclusions and demonstrate just how the subversive shadow government operates. David Rockefeller, when interviewed in the early 1970s about steering toward a new world order, he added that it was, if that was the public's uh, accusation, then he was guilty as charged and proud of it. That's a quote. Uh, he congratulated the New York Times, the Washington Post, and the Los Angeles Times for honoring the Council of Foreign Relations, which is the CFR's wishes, of non-interference. He closed by saying that if it weren't for their cooperation, the New World Order, the NWO, would never have been accomplished in just 40 years. The secret shadow realm is absolutely diabolical, diabolical and ruthless, without sin or consciousness. Executions and human sacrifices are everyday affairs to preserve their dark force, Kabbalist empire. Lawrence Rockefeller III a third-generation member was the last sacrifice of the royal bloodlines. Death had been perfected over the years to appear as, quote, accidents, just like our stealth federal alphabet soup three-letter agencies have done since at least the early 1950s. He was a practicing physician and worked at the Rockefeller-owned Portland, Maine Hospital. However, the Russian cabal had been eliminating the second generation of Rockefellers and probably now the third. Richard was 65 years old and an experienced pilot. He flew into New York City for a family birthday party. Supposedly his father, David, if he were alive, would be 99 then. 
David died a week after his brother Lawrence and his executive assistant girlfriend in London. They were eliminated on July 11th and July 10th, 2004, respectively. The Russian cartel for the past several decades has been gaining momentum on acquiring and repositioning the Rockefeller financial monopoly. Then it goes on with uh, about the plane crash. I have a link to that. However, the Washington Post investigative journalist Dana Priest and William Arkin, A-R-K-I-N, have credibility. It is in their papers in the 1980 era, owners of the Sulzberger family, which is S-U-L-Z-B-E-R-G-E-R family, which is the New York Times. Catherine Graham owns the Washington Post, then Los Angeles Times, Charles and David Koch, which is K-O-C-H, were the present media owners then, and all are philanthropists, which translates into a more recognizable term and status, global cartel members. A top secret America outside of the public awareness. An agency that was deficient in program oversight for mission objective, doctrine, delegation of authority, and functional duplicity. Notable facts, some 1,271 government organizations and 1,931 private companies work on programs related to counterterrorism, homeland security, and intelligence in about 10,000 locations across the United States. An estimated 854,000 people, nearly 1.5 times as many people as living in Washington, D.C., hold top secret clearances. In Washington and surrounding area, 33 building complexes for top secret intelligence work are under construction at this time writing or have been built since September of 2001. Together, they occupy, occupy the equivalent of almost three Pentagons or 22 U.S. Capitol buildings, about 17 million square feet of space. Many security and intelligence agencies do the same work, creating redundancy and waste. For example, 51 federal organizations and military commands operating in 15 U.S. cities track the flow of money to and from terrorist networks. Analysts who make sense of documents and conversions obtained by foreign and domestic spying share their judgment by publishing 50,000 intelligent reports each year, a volume so large that many are routinely ignored. General John R. Vines, V-I-N-E-S, who was asked last year, that was 2012, to review the method for tracking the Defense Department's most sensitive programs. He's a former commander of the 145,000 troops in Iraq and was stunned by what he discovered. His conclusion, I am not aware of any agency, this is a quote, with the authority, responsibility, or a process in place to coordinate all these interagency and commercial activities. The complexity of this system defies description. End of quote. At least 20% of the government organizations that exist to fend off terrorist threats were established or refashioned in the wake of 9-11. The U.S. intelligence budget is vast, publicly announced last year, that would be uh, 2011, as $75 billion. That is, uh, let me see, 21.5 times the size of its September 10th, 2001 budget. But the figure doesn't include many military activities or domestic counterterrorism programs. The Pentagon's Defense Intelligence Agency has increased from 7,500 people in 2002 to 16,500 employees in 2012, just in that span of essentially 10 years. The budget of the National Security Agency, the NSA, which is what I consider the um, utmost evil of all of our agencies, uh, the second being the CIA, the third being uh, the Department of Energy, they're basically tied, and the fourth is the NRO out of all the top 15 that I have. The FBI, uh, let me see, that the, the budget of the National Security Agency doubled in this time frame. The FBI 35 Joint Terrorism Task Force increased to 106 offices after the 9-11 attacks 
Congress committed $40 billion beyond what was in the federal budget, meant to strengthen domestic defenses and initiate a global strike against, quote, Al-Qaeda. Al-Qaeda, when translated, it means CIA. When the monies poured in, both military and intelligence agencies multiplied. By 2001, 24 organizations were created, including the Office of Homeland Security and the Foreign Terrorist Asset Tracking Task Force. So, by 2002, 37 more agencies were created to track weapons of mass destruction, threat tips, and new focus on counterterrorism. Statistically, in 2003, 36 new organizations arose. Then in 2004, 26 more were developed. In 2005, 31 more. In 2006, 32 more. In 2007, 20 more. In 2008, 20 more again. And finally, in 2009, an additional 20 more. A total of 263 organizations were created or reorganized in reaction to the 9-11 attack. The 9-11 event was the biggest giveaway clue and wake-up call in deciphering this convoluted globalist takeover. On February 26, 1993, the same cartel attempted to demolish the World Trade Towers, uh, World Trade Center's Twin Towers. They failed, but they had eight years to get the plan right. The second time worked in 2001. People don't realize it that there were actually two attacks, and the first one was 1993. When the first attempt, they placed explosive in vans in the parking garage beneath the towers. The blast caused extensive damage, killed six people, and injured over a thousand. The blast was caused by a urea nitrate hydrogen gas enhanced device. The intent was to knock the North Tower into the South Tower and collapse both. Media sources identified a terrorist called terrorist cell of, known as, um, of the recipients were Ramzi, R-A-M-Z-I, Youssef, Y-O-U-S-E-F. The other one was Mahmoud, which is M-A-H-M-U-D, Abu Lima, which is A-B-O-U-L, A-B-O-U-H-A-L-I-M-A, and uh, Muhammad uh, Salma, which is S-A-L-A-M-E-H, uh, Nidal Ayat, which is N-I-D-A-L, last name A-Y-Y-A-D, Abdul, which is A-B-D-U-L, Rahman, which is R-A-H-M-A-N, uh, Yasin, Y-S-I-N, and Ahmad Aja, and that's A-G-A-H. Purportedly, they received funding from the Khalid, and that's K-H-A-L-E-D, Sheikh, S-H-E-I-K-H, Mohammed, which is M-O-H-A-M-M-E-D, Yosef's uncle. In March of 1994, four were convicted, Salma, Ayad, Abulad, Lima, and Ajad, and that's A-J-A-J. Charges included conspiracy, explosive destruction of property, and interstate transportation of property. Yosef was convicted of masterminding the bombings, and Iyad, uh, E-Y-A-D-I-S-M-O-I-L, who drove the truck carrying the bomb. All were, quote, terrorist attacks are from our stealth alphabet soup agencies set up a person to take the blame. They threatened the subject with false charges and coerced to either commit the felony under their guidance or go to prison. These agencies have been, quote, above the law since their creations. Once the subject or subjects does as compelled to, the agencies use the media to create a, quote, scandal as they're collaborating together. Then they go on a, quote, manhunt, track the victims down, and ruthlessly kill them, all in the name of, quote, justice. This decoy tactic has been used for decades, first seen in 1963 with the Lee Harvey Oswald, uh, with JFK, then conveniently was shot in the front of the Dallas police station by Jack Ruby, whose real name was Jack Rubenstein, who worked for the mafia, who was already dying of cancer and connected with the mob. Oswald never took the shots. His last words were, I am a patsy. Uh, there are three men in the business suits standing against a wall adjacent to the entry. The public should see this picture uh, at the Dallas police station. 
waiting for the shot to occur. To occur. The man closest to the steps was George H. Bush, a Texas congressman then. The photo is available online. He was the in charge of on the ground, but in reality, it was his father, Prescott H. Bush, senator from Connecticut, who was actually calling the shots to his son. Then we, I have uh, uh, Bush killed in the lineup essay, uh, and then uh, the JFK assassin lie exposed. Timothy McVeigh in April 19th, 1995, Oklahoma City, federal building bombing. To think that a private first class, it's an E3, had the seasoned accrued knowledge and hands-on experience from a one tour in the army, like a professional, to concoct a megalithic bomb out of fertilizers. There was enough explosive powder to blow out 40% of the building from 80 feet away, parked on the curb. That was from an, that explosion and destruction of, of 40% of that building or more was from an orbiting, orbiting weaponized satellite, satellite using directed energy laser beam, just like on the World Trade Towers. Those were where the, where the plane supposedly hit. Those were directed energy, known as DE lasers. And then they had nanothermite, which was developed by a uh, private corporation in the Dakotas, which is unique because nanothermite creates its own oxygen and pulverizes to powder rather than bending, breaking, or uh, shredding uh, shrapnel. And then all of the uh, evidence was conveniently carted away uh, by Bush and made sure that there was no evidence whatsoever. So there would be no trial, no uh, witnesses, uh, no testimony, no conviction, on to the next cover-up. Anyway, um, the April 15, 2013 Boston Marathon bombing set up uh, set up the two, what are known as uh, D-Z-H-O-K-A-R, Decorta and uh, Tarmarian, uh, and their last name was T-S-A-R-N-A-E-V. They were two Russian brothers from Chechnya. Uh, this was a practice run for implementing martial law in the near future. The two bombs were detonated behind a plastic screen tarp barricade and created a lot of smoke. They were, uh, this was all faked. The real videos, not the ones released by the media, media, which I've seen, showed the actors, which are called crisis actors, getting into place on the road, uh, smearing fake blood on themselves, already dressed in shredded garments, waiting for the, quote, explosion. And the ones that were, uh, that were uh, handicapped as far as uh, um, missing arms, missing legs, rather, um, uh, paraplegics, they were already paraplegics and they were crisis actors because the original videos that were available showed them being loaded in and they already had false legs on them. Anyway, um, another non-release video concerns uh, Plastique's special effects artists that made the gory limbs, which unknown to her, were used on actors in the fake bombing. Others show the same witness from the Sandy Hook Elementary School giving a statement to the press in Boston. Uh, two police officers at Sandy Hook were also used in the Boston bombing. So they're using crisis actors and the one that was a woman who was, in, she was actually in three locations. She was a lawyer for James Holmes. She dyed her hair differently in uh, Denver, Colorado for that, uh, for the explosion that uh, he caused. Anyway, uh, the, so I have links of several, uh, Videos of the Boston bombing truth. Uh, let me see this. Um, I have at least, I'd say 10. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9. Yeah, I have 10. So basically, this exp expose focuses on the what is known as the invisible government. One visible, the other invisible. There exists two distinct forms that have coexisted for centuries since the birth of our nation. The first is a government that citizens read about in the newspapers and students study about in civics textbooks. The other is the interlocking hidden machinery that carries out the true policies of the United States in the Cold War. And then you have this second invisible government. It, number one, it collects intelligence. Two, it collects espionage. Three, it plans and executes secret operations throughout the globe. The Washington Post conducted a groundbreaking investigation uh, that discovered 
that 1,271 government organizations and 1,931 private companies are working on intelligence, counterintelligence, or homeland security in the U.S. Uh, NSA is contracting with more than 250 companies on intelligence work, and that being like SAIC and Northrop Grumman. Many intelligence agencies are performing redundant work. 51 federal agencies, a federal military organization track the flow of money in and out of the terrorist group. All right. And one reason why these intelligent budgets are classified is that millions to billions of dollars in, quote, what is known as ghost money are given to foreign governments. And that basically a 2012 study estimated the combined operating cost at $75 billion funded largely by classified budgets. It's difficult to assess how much the U.S. annually spends on these clandestine operations. Oversight of these agencies typically defaults to the Department of Defense or Congress, affording the average citizen with minimal precious knowledge of how they operate. Aggressively, the United States Intelligence Committee is a vast sphere composed of 17 distinct organizations, each operating under its own veil of secrecy. The invisible government isn't a formal body. It's an imperceptible, amphorous network of individuals and agencies drawn from many parts of the visible government. It isn't limited to the Central Intelligence Agency, although the CIA is at the nucleus, nor is it confined to the nine other agencies which comprise what is known as the, quote, intelligence community. And those other nine are the Central Intelligence Agency out of Langley, CIA created in 1947 in Langley, Virginia, uh, you have the National Security Agency, National Security Council, that's the NSC, that's in Washington, D.C. You have the Defense Intelligence Agency, the DIA, which was created in 1961, Washington, D.C. You have the uh, National Security Agency, uh, the NSA, which was created in 1952 at Fort Meade, Maryland. Um, that is also the location where you have the... Uh, Biochem Labs nearby with uh, Fort Detrick, rather. Okay, Army Intelligence is known as INCOM. That was created in 1977 at Fort Belvoir, Maryland. The Naval Intelligence, the ONI, Office of Naval Intelligence, is uh, the was created in 1882 in Washington, D.C. The Air Force Intelligence, the ISR, was created in 1948 at Lackland Air Force Base in Texas. The State Department Bureau of Intelligence and Research, the INR acronym, uh, from the OSS, where it came from, was created in 1947 in Washington, D.C. The Atomic Energy Commission, the AEC, and the Federal Bureau of Investigation, the National Security Branch, the NSB, was created in 2001 in Washington, D.C. So just as a quick highlight and uh, overview, the CIA collects, analyzes, and disseminates intelligence gathering on foreign nations. They are strictly external, are supposed to be. Uh, the data arrives through signals and human intelligence sources. The NSA's main function, now this is what they're stating, not what it really does. I'm just telling you what, the, what they've released to the public. The main functions are signals intelligence, intercepting and processing foreign communication, cryptology, deciphering codes, and information assurance. That is not their real job. They deal with off-world strictly and retrieval and technology for advancement and also mining on other worlds and sharing and trading human labor on off-world uh, moons and uh, planets for with uh, various uh, fourth dimensional races. The estimate I have is 900 various different races throughout the world. All countries are involved in this. Okay, the DIA's primary intelligence, uh, primary lead intelligence agency for the Department of Defense, coordinating analysis and collection of foreign military agencies uh, intelligence, surveillance, and reconnaissance operations. The DIA is the unified link between military, national intelligence agencies. What I'm reading to you public is what is known as public affairs, which I work directly with um, as far as their statement of what is known as the overt, not the covert. The ISR, okay, collects and analyzes intelligence on foreign nations and hostile forces uh, inside and outside combat zones. It provides electronic and photographic surveillance, weather, and mapping data to, to field troops. The Coast Guard Intelligence, the CGI, was created in 1915 in Washington, D.C. It conducts criminal offenses, uh, violating military law analysis intelligence. The FBI, the National Security Branch, 
was the NSB of the NSB was uh, 2005 in Washington, D.C., not the original date of uh, the FBI, which was uh, going back to uh, 19. Uh, I, I don't have it memorized. Um, uh, anyway, the WMD and intelligence into one FBI force. So they're doing counterintelligence, uh, counterterrorism, weapons of mass destruction, and intelligence. Okay. The Drug Enforcement Agency, the DEA, was created in 1973, El Paso, Texas, that assists uh, the local and federal law enforcement in conducting major drug investigations. The Marine Corps Intelligence Agency, IA, in Quantico, Virginia, Virginia uh, provides tactical and operational intelligence to battlefield commanders. Here's another good one. The National Geospatial Intelligence Agency, known as NIMA, N-I-M-A, uh, that was created in 2003 at Fort Belvoir, Virginia, that employs cartographers and analysts that collect and generate information about the Earth. The data is used in navigation, national security, military operations, and human aid efforts, humanitarian aid, sorry. National Reconnaissance Office. This one is absolutely lethal. Um, what they're stating is not the correct, not even close. Satellite design, building, launch, maintenance, and gaining intelligence data from orbit. What they are actually doing is they're, uh, uh, they're recovering off-world crafts as well as uh, involved in targeting them to shoot them out of the, out of the uh, orbit and also the alien type of life forms within. And then they capture them and interrogate them and keep them as prisoners until they're done with them. So, and then the last is uh, the Office of Director of National Intelligence, the ODNI, that was created in 2008 in Washington, D.C. The missions are to lead intelligence uh, integration and forge an intelligence that delivers the most insightful intelligence possible. All right, that's the end of this essay. I'm right at about two hours. Jeff, I'm going to let you talk for a couple minutes while I get the other one ready. Okay? All right, so, so Chris, just, just one second here, because you dropped so many bombs in this particular episode, and I, I don't like to take you off rhythm and interrupt. But one of the ones that stood out to me was at first you had said uh, that the NSA is probably the most evil. And I'm thinking, how could they be more evil than the CIA? And then you explained what you say is their true role. Absolutely. That, that, that's a bomb, folks. <laughs> like, uh, can you just go into that just a little bit further? That they're doing this off-world stuff, off-world hey. mining. How long have they been doing this? How have they been doing this? They're trading human slave labor. Like this is massive. I've got essays on this. Uh, like I've said, I've got thousands. But the point is, what it boils down to is, that, yes, the CIA is pure evil. It's it's absolutely lethal. Uh, it was promoted by by our government, and particularly when you had uh, uh, Alan Dulles. Uh, who ran the CIA? Ran the CIA, and initially it was the OCI Office of, um, uh, uh, no, the o, it was OCI. Uh, it was like Office of uh, uh, Counterterrorism and, and, and Intelligence, and then uh, you had the OSF Office of Strategic Services. Alan Dulles was stationed in Switzerland during World War II, and what he did was he created what was called Operation sunrise where he negotiated with the germans to bring back the uh, the elite german officers into united states so that they could be reassigned uh, with new names new ids new passports new uniforms new jobs and work in cooperation with the with the united states to gain the technology that german had what germany had which was essentially five thousand years in advance minimum of what what both uh, Soviet Union, Great Britain, and, and the United States had at that time. So to answer your question, the um, NSA, so that's a CIA, which has undermined this country from day one. And it goes way back. Uh, they had, I don't know the name of the organization, but it, it, I found uh, reference to it in the uh, 1880s, whereby uh, it was... Uh, Related organization are the same with different names. They just change names and become uh, new entities. But uh, they are the ones that also changed what was the greatest empire previously after Atlantis, which was the Tartarian Empire, and they changed it to Mongolia. 
and that's what we know today as Mongolia, but it wasn't. It was a Tartarian or Tartar. And the Tartar was actually, wasn't originally T-A-R-T-A-R. It was actually T-A-T-A-R. Uh, anyway. Um, so the NSA. Fascinating, Chris. Well, it's better to know this knowledge. I mean, uh, we take knowledge with us. I know I crossed over for many, several months. And the point is, uh when we cross over, we, we take uh, knowledge, which is wisdom, and we also take uh, one specific uh, emotion, which is love, and that is eternal. But it's better to know this because um, time is going to change for the worst before they ever get better. And I'm trying to share the knowledge so that people have a, a vast knowledge base of the truths of life because it will make a difference in the future. Um, so the NSA's, I know that there are two agencies of the NSA, and that's why I'm such a, uh, a nemesis to our government of all levels. And one is called Blue Moon, and the other one is called Ultra. These are not advertised. You'll never find it, but I did. And what it is is Blue Moon controls the uh, operations on the moon. <clears throat> the public isn't aware that uh, because of the... Uh, treaties by the United Nations back going back to 1958, I believe it was, that they stated that no country could uh, own any portion of the moon, okay? What they didn't tell the public is that that stated countries, it did not say corporations. There are six corporations which have claimed uh, the moon divided up and uh, for what you would call equal shares or, or close to that. And they... Uh, Blue Moon controls the operation on the moon. There, uh, people aren't aware that the where we developed helium, the gas that we know from from uh, uh, basically our our uh, chemistry class, where we learned all the periodic table with all the uh, uh, element states of uh, basically <laughs> um, a solid, liquid, and gas. The point is that uh, helium actually comes from petroleum. I don't think anyone in your audience knows that. And that was developed. Oh, and, the, and the periodic table is a complete farce. They're hiding oh, it's the a, real it's a joke. Stuff. It's an absolute joke. It's not even close. Because the, the person that I highly respect, he was assassinated by our government, Phil Snyder. Uh, I have his videos. If, if you're interested, if the audience is interested, I have his six videos that I know of. I've watched all of them at least once. And... Uh, he went around the country and he, he worked on, he had the highest clearance level in his above top secret uh, discipline. His was called rhyolite. And that's a, uh, on the periodic table. And the point is, he was in charge of building deep underground military bases. He built 13 in the United States. And while I was in college in, in the 70s, he was building one uh, at Dulce in New Mexico, which is on the border of... Uh, uh, Colorado and New Mexico. And that is a major alien base that is also staffed with uh, humans that are part of this, that have been working with the uh, reptilians and uh, also the uh, 3.5 foot grays. And basically there was the war uh, that existed, was called the, the um, CIA alien war in 19, I believe it was 1978. Anyway, the point is um, that... Uh, Phil Snyder was was uh, strangled to death in his apartment, uh, and they stated that, that it was a suicide. Yet it was tied with a uh, uh, a medical uh, uh, tube that you use for intravenous uh, transfusions, and it was tied from behind. First, he was tortured and beaten the hell up, and then he was uh, then he was finally uh, suffocated. Uh, Cisco Wheeler knew him personally, and. Uh, she has a lot of information on that as well, and that is fascinating. I've talked to her about this. Anyway, uh, so yeah, the first way, Cisco Cisco will probably be on the show tomorrow again, and she's a favorite of our audience. Absolutely, okay. uh, Chris. Just before we pass up uh, those videos that you were just talking about, a lot of people want to see them. If you could email me those links, I will post them on our Telegram channels for everyone to see. Yes, they're uh, they were in the essay of what I just read of the uh, the real Elysium. Oh, okay. So, okay. So uh, I'll I'll post those videos on uh, on Telegram. 
Uh, by the way, the Real Elysium has its own section on Right On You. So if you've been listening and you want to see the pictures, uh, go to writeonyou.com and sign up for the Military Analyst. That actually helps to support. Uh, Chris also helps to support this channel. And, uh, and we put up a lot of information. There's so much more coming, folks. Uh, it, it's just... It's a world. It's like having your own library <laughs> of uh, of information, and the pictures and that are stunning. Uh, and by the way, just uh, we're gonna end this, and we're gonna start a new show in moments after this one, and we're gonna be talking about Russell J. Gould. And if you don't know who that is, I think you're gonna find it to be a fascinating story. And uh, I guess the question is, you know, is he saving America or is he doing something for himself? Uh, Chris definitely has a good opinion on this, and uh, it's going to be a fascinating topic. So we're going to cover that today about five minutes after we finish this one. Uh, we're going to be live once more. So uh, let people know that uh, we're going to be live again, and this is going to be a show you don't want to miss. Uh, absolutely. Uh, but one other thing I wanted to make a note of before we end this one is, you know, uh, I'm watching the chat here, obviously, and a lot of talk about, uh, you know, how evil this world is, and it's kind of miserable living and seeing this and having your eyes open, and we have to pay more attention to Christ. Uh, you know, I agree with all of those statements, but one of the reasons why I really feel the Lord has released me to put out my new goggles teaching, and there's two of them out so far, there's going to be about 12 to 14, uh, it's very systematic, uh, but you will look at the world in a whole new way, and you will look at it uh, with kingdom eyes, you might say. Uh, you'll see the world in the way that the Lord sees it, and it's all based on his scriptures. That's how I can make that bold promise. And the other promise that I make with it is your life will be completely transformed if you do the work. Uh, you're deprogramming what Pharaoh has taught you. And, uh, and getting a much deeper connection with God. That's what it's all about. So uh, def definitely check out the new Goggles series. It's available on YouTube and Podbean. Uh, okay, Chris. So I'll mention one other thing. This one out? Almost. Yep. Uh, I only answered, okay. So Blue Moon takes care of, of the, uh, the operation on, on the moon, basically uh, mining helium-3 and, and uh, other base metals. I had a Mead telescope and I could actually see tracks uh, that are created by the mining that's done on the surface of the moon. I had a, a high-end uh, uh, German uh, M-E-A-D-E uh, telescope and it was fascinating. Um, but uh, so that they cover the operations on this moon. I suspect it also covers the other moons. Uh, and the, uh, the other one is uh, Ultra. And what that does is uh, that one from the um, NSA is involved in uh, ex, 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 not exploring, um, extracting uh, minerals from other planets, other moons in our solar system and beyond. Uh, we've we've gone way beyond with the uh, the Germans, which control the the space fleets, um, uh, and uh, it's they're controlling the the mining operations and trading with the the hundreds of uh, other uh, fourth dimensional aliens that uh, uh, utilize the resource. And that is where we're actually uh, using human labor, which is called my lab. It's military abduction. Corey Good was one of them. Uh, Michael Reif was another one. Uh, I can go into that at a later date, but uh, this is, uh, they are using a base in the Pacific as their headquarters for basically coming and going in uh, transitioning. It's an atoll um, in the Pacific. It's uh between uh, Northern Africa and uh, India. I don't recall the name off the top of my head, but I'll, I'll look it up and I'll get it. Anyway, that has been used for a long time and that is very close to where, if you remember uh, the um, flight, uh, I think it was Malaysia uh, 370 that went, went missing and uh, everyone searched for it. That flight was actually found by an Australian, the actual airline. And it was uh, within like a hundred miles of that, of that uh, uh, atoll. And so basically what they did is they went there, they, uh, de debarked the passengers and then took the plane and dumped it in the ocean. But that's another issue, which I do have an essay on. Anyway, we'll go forward. Uh, we need a minute or two to pull up the essay, enlarge the print, and then we'll go forward with, with that. Okay.
All right. So everyone, I'm going to be uh, who's listening live. We're going to be ending this one, and uh, in just moments, we will be going live again. I'd say within about three to five minutes, it'll take me to set up the show, and uh, and just do a couple of quick things. But uh, in three to five minutes, please join us back here live in the studio. Thank you, everyone, for joining in. Uh, much love to each one of you. We pray for you all the time. Uh, we certainly appreciate you. And uh, remember, love your God, love your neighbor, love your family, and I'm rusty. Did you notice that? I mixed it up. That's what happens when I go away for a week. Let me start again. Love your God, love your family, love your neighbor as yourself, and make a difference in your community. See you in a few minutes.